Well, Pete, I know short week, you're uh, doubly busy, so I appreciate you taking some time. So uh, let's start there. How is it going in this short week? You getting everything in? Yeah, we just had a, uh, you know, yesterday we had a, a combo uh, Wednesday, Thursday, you know, where you do everything in two in one day, two days in one, and and uh, guys worked really hard at it and got it done, and so uh, it's been a good week. How how about the 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 rest part of it? You've talked about this rest and recovery. Is you you can't possibly get enough of it probably in a in a two day turnaround or three day turnaround. So how do the guys do it? Well, they they don't. You know, they have, they have to operate on on less recovery time. The recovery time is really really crucial to performance. You know, and and uh, when we get in routines, you know, it, it's it's important. The body gets used to it, and that's that's why you know you can function well in those kinds of things once you get going. Then all of a sudden, here comes a Thursday night game or or this this situation, you know, and it, and it does disrupt, particularly late. Um, and it's not this case. It's not even equal. The two teams don't have the same. They they're one day shorter. We're two days shorter. You know, so it's uh it's just the way it is, and, and you got to manage it. Um, you just hope that you know you don't overdo the guys during the week, so they have a chance to recover and, and they can start to feel the the elevation of their you know their their physicality as the weekends. I know you won't talk about this or you won't say anything about it, but it's also tough on everybody else. I mean, the coaches have to kind of double up. They're pulling ah, extra right. duty late at night. <laughs> you're <laughs> They're right. pulling they extra duty late at night. Yeah. They tough it out. Yeah, yeah. Recovery is not that important for the coaches. We, we <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're, you're exactly right. I was not going to go with that at all. Okay, all right. I was giving you a little out there for Appreciate your it. for your guys, not for you, because you don't need it. You're, right. you're in tip-top shape. Right. Um, what about the COVID? Good news, bad news? What's going on right now? Well, um, it was a quieter week, um, you know, and, and so we're, we're pleased with that. And fortunately, you know, we haven't had any real episodes that, that, that shocked us here. And, and so, uh, you know, you never know here. But um, that last week was really something. Last week was a real bomb that hit, you know. And, and uh, so our guys have done a nice job in, in trying to adjust. You know, we've gone totally virtual. We're, we only are together when we're on the field uh, and, and on their way through the locker room. And so we've mi- really minimized the interaction that's obviously helped, but um, you know it's a new day with with, with uh, the Omicron thing, and and we we're learning as we go. We just don't have any background information on this one, you know. So it's it's been it's hit us light in a lighter fashion. The guys are not having symptoms of any sorts at all, and that, that have tested. And so it's just a matter of how fast can you get back, and how fast can you return, you know, and, and clear up your numbers so that you can qualify to come back and play. And so so this week we'll you know we'll make it. They've had a couple guys on their side, and everybody's got a couple, but um, not too bad. It's great to see Tyler back on the field. I was going to say Tyler and Collins are both back, yeah. right? They can both be activated this week. Right. So that's that's a real plus. Um, Pete, this week there was a, and I know you don't have time to look at newspapers, but I'm going to I'm going to ask this anyway. There was a headline in the paper that said, "Hopes dashed. Where do the Seahawks go from here?" First of all, do you feel dashed? I'm guessing you don't. And uh, is the go from here literally as simple as, "Hey, we got a game to play. Let's get ready for the Bears." Well, it, you know, we I, I've talked to you about this in the past. You know about one game to the next, how do you handle yep. it going into the week and all? And there really is a discipline to it, and you kind of, we're kind of, I don't know if it's in the bunker or we're compartmentalizing or whatever, but we just got to go to the next the next challenge. And, and so that's, we're so grooved in that regard. Not, not, I'll tell you, I reminded the guys about, you know, why we do what we do and how we do it and how, how this mechanism that we've developed a discipline for, we utilize it now. Um, and so it's, it is the next game. And regardless of what we were doing right now, we would be doing everything we can to, to try and get ready to win a game and play great football and all that. So uh, it's not as different as you'd think. But 
the sense and the feeling that you have when you're in the hunt and you're really going and you're, you know, you're out in front of it and you're playing for the championship in the division or whatever, you know, that can, can be coming your way. There's a real energy about that, that, that we miss desperately, you know, and, and yeah. uh, that's, that's not the same, but the work, the focus, the, the time that it takes, uh, the attention to the details, that doesn't always help you either. You know, when you're all pumped up about right. the, you know, you have to, right. you know, gauge that as well. So it's, it's, it is, it's just a discipline that, that we've learned over the years. And, and so we are back in it. And in a sense, it's kind of, we, we, we pull on our hip boots and we start shoveling the, shoveling the garbage again, you know, <laughs> we got to go do it. And so that's just kind of how we get it done. PJ, you really uh, eloquently the other night after the game, and I know it was a, a real uh, disappointment for you, and you had to be a little bit down after that game. But you you talked about somebody asked the question about you know what what's there to play for, and you you went into great detail talking about among other things the things that we as players have always known is that one of the first things you do is you play for each other, you play for that guy next to you, and I'm sure that's not been lost on these guys at all. No, this this has been you know for over the last few years. I mean, the, the time we've been here, we've really worked hard at developing a culture where guys do care about one another so that it, it, it is, you know, that sense that you have that you are connected and all. And, and uh, it's always been part of it. And it's for all of this. It's one to enjoy the most. Uh, it's to perform at your best. Uh, but it's also it, it's also to be able to dig down when you have to, you know, because you, you're playing for other people and people that you love. And, and so um, that's what this is. And, and, and we're not because a game doesn't go the right way. That doesn't go away. Yeah, that's there, and we've developed that relationship, and we've spent a long time with it, and it's important, and it's really what makes it most meaningful. You, you know, you remember Raves when it's the time in the locker room, it's the time traveling, oh, yeah. it's the time, you know, all, it's all the other yep. times that that are so meaningful when you know when you're on a team, and and it's not necessarily just the X's and O's and all that stuff. It's it's the relationships, and so we really, uh, we, we really, you know guard that that relationship and we try to build on it forever and whenever and and hopefully it lasts forever and and so um that's that's really what what it comes back down to and so some yeah it's it's different than than a lot of people think from the outside i think yeah and I'll add to one more thing to that, and that is it's the relationships after the fact as well. 25, 30, 40 years oh, later, yeah. you still remember those guys. You still talk like uh, like we were uh, teammates to this day. Um, you mentioned game. Let's talk about that. You're facing a rookie quarterback and a Chicago offense that really likes to to run the football. Uh, kind of a different kettle of fish a little bit from the Rams you faced on Tuesday. What's going to be the key for these guys, the Bears, this week? Yeah, this this is a different approach. You know, they're trying to help the, the young quarterback w- by mixing the game around him. Last week, they're you know they're happy to drop back all day long, um, and so uh, this is a different approach. This, this uh, the scheme and the concepts that they that they're using him in are really difficult stuff. They're they're using him because he's a runner, so he is a threat to carry the football whenever they're in the shotgun, and and they do their play actions and their their bootlegs to get him out on the edge because he's a really really good athlete. Uh, he's tough and strong and physical. He's got a big arm. Um, so he's got a lot of talent. He's going to be a fantastic player. They're trying to develop the offense around him so that he can you know, stay out of trouble. They have turned the ball over a lot, and that's been the, that's been the cause of their, their difficult season. You know, they, they're way down in the ranks in, in turnovers. He's fumbled 12 times himself, you know, if you can imagine that. Yeah. I, I can't even imagine the guy doing that, but that's what's happened. And so um, they, if they throw a clean game, they're, they're, we're, we're up really against it because they've got a lot of good stuff. I really like their runner. Uh, he, he's a terrific player, and I, I think that he's, he's, people will see him in that big 32. He looks a lot like Chris Carson. It's David Montgomery from Iowa State. Uh, he's a he's a hammer, and so they use him, and they've got great speed on the outside. And uh, with their wide receivers, they have three really fast guys, and they use them all. So it's a uh, they've they've presented a lot of problems for us, and we've got to 
make it hard on him. We've got to make it hard on third down. We've got to make it hard in the red zone. We've got to make it hard on him in crucial situations and see if we can force those turnovers. And flip it over to the other side. They've just got a, nance, a nasty kind of bulldog attitude on defense. They got guys that that will just come beat you up and and uh, uh, big, strong, tough. They 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 are great sackers. Um, this is going to be a contest when their defense is on the field too. Yeah, a guy that we've seen over the years from the Rams, uh, Robert Quinn, is really having a great oh year. My. He's having one of his best seasons. He's got something like sixteen sacks already, yep. or whatever. He's on fire, coming off the edge, and so he's a big problem. Uh, you know, Akeem Hicks, uh, if, if he doesn't play, that's a big difference because he is a great player inside and causes problems. He's got some COVID issues that he's dealing with. Uh, and and uh, Roquan Smith, Smith is a really good linebacker. He's got 140 tackles. We know what it looks mm-hmm. like when a guy has those, that many tackles. You know, <laughs> right. he's all over the field. So this is a difficult defense. They, they do. They will try to stay on top. You know, they'll try to force us to dump the ball underneath and see if they can beat you up. We're going to have to really execute well. It really it will really help us to run the football and, and, and play off of that uh, to mix our game against these guys. I mentioned sacks. They have 40 of them this season, which puts a little pressure then on Russ. How's that ankle? Did he practice okay uh, through the course of the week? Yeah, well, it doesn't help him being a short week, but he'll make it okay. And, and uh, you know, something like that at this point, Russ isn't going to let that be a factor. Congratulations in order for a couple of your guys. In fact, more than just a couple, but uh, Quandre and uh, Bobby Wagner, Pro Bowlers, Wags for the eighth straight year. Uh, he's going to the Pro Bowl. And and, and the alternates too, Nick Ballore, uh Dwayne Brown. Dixon, I have no idea how he doesn't make uh, the the first team Pro Bowl, but that's not my decision to make. And Russ, so congratulations to all those guys and you for uh, getting them ready to play. Yeah, well, I appreciate it, but we're we're real proud for those guys. Can you imagine just every year, I mean, year after year after year for Bobby? I mean, it's just it's a Hall of Fame career we're watching. Yeah, and, and uh, uh, he's a, with every accolade you could give him in every way of, of his makeup, he he he's all pro, you know, and so uh, we're really thrilled for him. Uh, Quandre's had a great season again. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a great pickup to get him a couple of years ago, and, and uh, gosh, he's fit in so well, and we love having him. There's nothing more fun to see that guy knock guys out in the alley when he's coming running up in there, you know. <laughs> so as fun as it can be in those picks he keeps getting, it uh, really makes him special, so he's a great player. Well, it'll be a nice, uh, it's a nice holiday present for them, speaking of which, Christmas Day, a work day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Merry Christmas to everybody, all the listeners too, and, and all of that, and happy holidays and all. What uh, we, we make the most of it. It isn't kind of uh, the kind of Christmas that most people <laughs> would expect, you know. But uh, but we'll we'll make it a good day, and and uh, we're really appreciative that we are together on the holidays and, and feeling okay. Yeah. One one final thought here, Pete. Um, it is the holiday season, uh, and you know what that obviously it means for everybody. It means uh, 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 helping others, being around family if possible, and and all the rest. Um, what does what does that part of it mean to you? The the holiday spirit of of giving to others and and encouraging your guys to do the same throughout the course of the of the holiday season and the whole year for for that matter. Yeah, well, Raves, really, I I love that we get to celebrate it. You know, on a special day and around the holiday and all I, I really like life that way in general you know the people have the sense of the people around them and there's an empathy for one another that that, uh, that brings you to always being in the kind of the giving mode and the, in the willingness to help others and, and our, our team has been so gracious over the years about you know extending themselves and their their influence to do things for other people and I'm so proud of that as much as anything that we do uh, it's been so consistent, and, and our guys have been you know, infamous for the work that they do in their community here, but also in their communities where they come from, too. And so uh, it is it, it is the ultimate reminder at Christmas time, you know, that we, we get to go back to that. But it's a, it's a mentality that, that I, I love dearly, and, and uh, I, I really hope 
uh, you know, we could extend it beyond the holidays as well, but we didn't really live it up with all of our loved ones uh, this time of well, year. Well, let, let's push for a 365-day holiday season, Pete. Uh, from all of ours to all of yours, uh, very Merry Christmas. Uh, stay well. We will talk to you before the game against the Bears and uh, go Hawks. Thanks, Ravens. I hope you have a bunch of calls that we uh, can't wait to hear. Me too. Game. All right. Thanks, Take buddy. Care.